I had to come to a realization that even though my name is going to be on the outside of the book, I might not agree with everything written in it. Right, because it's written by me. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's interesting though. Like, I think there's this philosophy that people have or this theory that people have in couples that when they present themselves to the public, they have to be in agreement about everything. Yeah. Like this, or, how, what do we think about this? Yes. What, do, what are what are our philosophies on this? But the truth is, for us in our relationship, that might work with some people. But for us, we do not have an hour philosophy. There's some things we do. We definitely like approach our kids and kind of go, "How are we going to discipline together? How are we going to um, we how are we going to teach them?" There's things like that that we have kind of gone, "Okay, what's our strategy together?" Even in finances, we've had to kind of yeah. separate some things. But in general, like we're willing to present something to other people showing that we might not agree on all of it. Yeah. And And I'm okay with that. Okay, let's do this. This is Jeff. And I'm Andre. Are you ready? I'm ready. Love or work. Is anyone listening? No, don't put that on the air. These two people are really, really funny. This one made me cry. World Series champion. Around the entire world. NBA all-star. We hope you love this interview as much as we did. Love or work. Hello, welcome to the Love or Work podcast. This is Jeff. And I'm Andre. And we are doing kind of a little bit of an unplugged episode today, just for you. Yes, so today we are going to talk about working together. Yes, what a joy. (laughs) You don't sound that happy about it. No, I mean, I'm excited to talk about the episode, but we've learned a lot in this. Yes, so right now we are working together for the first time writing a book. Yeah, you're working for me. What? Wait, no, that's not true. (laughs) <laughs> Let me tell you, you this. You were about to get like throat punched. I right mean, here. if if I had that perspective, let's be honest, it wouldn't be a good working relationship. No, I, it wouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. Well, we're here. Um, we're actually we're, we, this project from the very beginning. We have worked together on every aspect of it. Yes, but now it's kind of new and different. With this whole book thing, I felt like it took it to like a whole nother level. Yeah. Because our interviews are fun. We're with two other people. We're just having dialogue. It feels like you're just having dinner with friends when we have these interviews. Mm. But now it's like there's a lot more logistics, nitty gritty things that we have to nail down to get a manuscript done and turned in on time. Yeah. Now let's, let's, for people that don't know, we are working on this project. We started this two years ago together. And um, the idea in it is that we just started by doing some interviews. Well, in the midst of doing the interviews, we started recording the interviews. And people started encouraging us to do more of it. And we started sharing it with you listeners through a podcast. We've shared a ton of things online through Instagram. And um, in the midst of it, people said, man, this is really interesting, Jeff. This is really interesting, Andre. But we... You know, we we like the interviews, but we need some raw data, right? Yeah, I think people wanted to know, like, what are the real numbers or is there real statistics behind kind of like what we're talking about? Yeah. So, yeah, so we decided to partner with Barna Research and we decided to, yeah, just kind of see if, we asked these really hard questions in a survey what people would say. Yes, we in the midst of the survey, we interviewed, it's actually funny, 1,501 people. 
Yeah. I'm curious why the one, I don't know, it just worked out that way. To get over 1,500. To get over 1,500. Sample size. And um, I wish we could tell them our data right now, but we can't. They got to read the book. Got to read the book. So in the midst of that, uh, we started pursuing some publishers and had some interest. And now we have a partner. Harper Collins is going to be publishing this book with us that'll come out next fall. Mm-hmm. Um, which is Hopefully. a long, slow process. Cross your right? fingers. Yeah, assuming we gotta get assuming all we get it shit done. done. <laughs> oh, it's gonna. It's hard work. Yes. It's hard work. Um, so right now we're in the final month. Yes, we literally have one month. One month, four weeks left to get this book written. Yes, and so ultimately, we wanted to talk about today writing and working. Together. Together. So there might be people today that are um, in a working relationship together. Like you could be leading your business together or your organization together. You could do um, all that kind of stuff. Or you, you might, might just, have. you might be leading your family together and working yeah. together on that. Sometimes that looks like, I, I think about the times that in history, like when we had projects that we did together that were highs and lows. Low was definitely moving. Moving. Moving any place. Like whenever we move uh, from one house to another, we would always get in a fight. Yeah. Is that are, true? Those are rough times. Yeah. Then there's other times that we painted a room together. Oh, yeah. I love painting. And that was... Seeing a final product. Yeah. We see a transformation over a weekend. You might be in the middle of renovating a house. You might be in the middle of... Or you could have like a side hustle that yeah. you're just doing on the side with your partner that's like a fun side hustle. Yeah. It could be an Etsy store. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Lots of lots of ways you're working together. Yes. But we wanted to share maybe a few kind of things we've learned. Actually, five things. <laughs> of course. <laughs> just. Let's just keep it real simple. Okay. Five things that you can learn learned. that we have learned that might help you in some way. All right. So number one is know each other's creative process. Yes. So what does that mean? Well, we definitely learned that you and I have a very different creative process in writing. So I am like, get, uh, if I'm writing a chapter, I'm trying to get the whole thing done to the best of my ability. Everything that I have in my brain poured out on the pages, edited, clean, feels almost perfect. And then send it off to the editor. <laughs> no, yeah. Let's and, talk about yours now. Well, How no, do you work no, 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 that? No, 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 no. We're not done talking about your cheers, first of all. So, Andre. Oh, and you shouldn't read it yet or look at it or make any comments about it until I'm fully done. There you go. Right. So, yeah, done and perfect. It's perfect. In my mind, it's perfect. It's perfect. So we have this kind of <laughs> process where the two of us are supposed to edit each other's writings. And Andre likes to get the chapter completely done, sends it to me, basically just kind of to appease me. Would that be fair to say? <laughs> no. And then I go through, I make comments, I do edits, and she just declines all my <laughs> all my suggestions. Not all of them, but you know, some. Most. So tell about yours. So my tell creative process, process, I'm really, really good at getting things 70% done. Yes. And then sending it off to someone like you, or specifically to you, maybe some other people, 
and to get feedback because I've because I've hit a roadblock. You know, like I'm like I got a lot of this out there. I want to see if any of it even makes sense. Is it good at all? And realizing like English maybe wasn't my best subject. Like so, I'm just like it's fine. I, there can be misspellings. It doesn't even matter because I already know the editorial is going to make it way better than even if I tried. Um, and then Andre just devours it and kills it. And actually, no. First, you're like, I make it so much better. First, you're like, you're not done. <laughs> yes. It's like, yeah, I know. That's why I sent that's it to you because I did a little. That's the part that's annoying to me is yeah. I feel well, and we got in this huge fight because you kept asking me why haven't I read your chapters and edited, and yes. I said, well, because they're not done. And you were like, no, they're done. And <laughs> we just had this like. No, I didn't say they're done. I said, no, I need your help. Yeah. So, anyways, and, but it was your idea of like you needing input sooner. Totally. My, my way of processes is I need input at the end. Mm. And so we had to learn that. And then we really have to like respect that and saying, I'm not expecting you to change. Your process and have it look like mine, and I can't change my process to be yours. And it's not a right or wrong scenario. Right. So, with your partner, whatever project you're working on, you have to understand how each other works, what their creative process is, and allow them to have it. Yeah. And be aware of the other person. So, for you, it's like I now understand that you want to perfect your. Chapter before you send it to me, but you have to be willing to actually let me edit it after it's. <laughs> I do, perfect. I do, I will. Okay, right. moving on to number two. Number two, we will not agree on everything. No, no. as I'm sure all of our listeners know that we don't agree <laughs> on most things. We constantly have different points of view. So even in working together on the same project, we are just going to agree to disagree. Which is actually something that I think is going to be really cool about this book and really um, interesting. Scary. <clears throat> I had to come to a realization that even though my name is going to be on the outside of the book, I might not agree with everything written in it. Right, because it's written by me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's interesting though. Like, I think there's this philosophy that people have, or this theory that people have in couples, that when they present themselves to the public, they have to be in agreement about everything. Yeah. Like this. Or, how, what do we think about this? Yes. What, do, what are What are our philosophies on this? But the truth is, for us in our relationship, that might work with some people, but for us, we do not have an our philosophy. There's some things we do. We definitely like approach our kids and kind of go, "How are we going to discipline together? How are we going to um, we had, how are we going to teach them?" There's things like that that we have kind of gone, "Okay, what's our strategy together?" Even in finances, we've had to kind of yeah. separate some things. But in general, like we're willing to present something to other people, showing that we might not agree on all of it. Yeah. And, and that, I'm okay with that. I, I like I like that it's not fully in like I like that. I think that there's an and or that can be in every situation. Totally. So totally. You can say, you know, I agree with part of that, but I also disagree with the other parts. So yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. We I think I welcome it. Well, I think for me personally, I want to share something personal on this. 
coming to grips with this idea years ago, um, I realized considering your perspective on things over time actually broadens my perspective. Mm -hmm. And so as I've kind of worked through things, even though like at one point I might not totally agree with this, whatever it is, um, topic, then over time, the more I hear you talk about it, the more it, it, it is included in the way that I think. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think this is, I think it's something that's going to be really unique about the book that as you read it, I hope that as people read it, they're going to go, you know, that's kind of like us. We don't agree on everything. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay. And that's okay. It's kind of part of life because yeah. it's two human people coming together. Yeah. All right. Number three. I love how you're doing these numbers. I mean, I you're, know. Re- I, you're really I'm keeping embrace- our listeners really on track. Like one, two. I'm three. embracing your, you know, thing that you set me. Up. You're setting the numbers here, babe. <laughs> All right. Number three. Set clear responsibilities based on each other's gifts. So the responsibilities that <laughs> we both know. One of us is responsible. What? <laughs> what are you about? No, so I would say like for the beginning part, you're really good at marketing. You're really good at um, like presenting, you know, something to. Um, and so our book proposal was like all you. Yes. I mean, I I didn't do that much. I made uh, edits grammatically. <laughs> I might have committed to things when the book comes out that you don't even know I committed to. Right. Yeah, I have from no a marketing idea. Standpoint. Exactly. Yeah. Like I have no idea. So anyways, you did that. <laughs> you did that. Just, but that's based on your gifts. Yeah, so, you, you know that it's what, the so way what that I, I think. What am I? Your gifts? Yeah. What am I doing? That's I mean, my responsibility. <laughs> well, first of all, I, I think your writing is really remarkable. I think I think your tone of vulnerability is one that has is setting a tone in the writing. Um, so I think that's really important. But at the very beginning, we really said Andre is going to be in charge of the research and the data. Mm-hmm. And so you led that charge for us from the beginning. And now you're writing on that part um, specifically for us too. And so those are just two examples. I mean, I think we... But not, for our listeners too. Yeah, not just not just for this project, but every every couple that we've interviewed that actually work together, this is one thing that they harp on. Yes. is like being like, it's not like we together aren't doing everything together. It's like, no, you're in charge of this and you're in charge of this. Mm-hmm. And you need to you need to perform on it. Mm-hmm. Like we're expecting that from each other. Yeah. Yep. So if you're working on a project or you're working with your partner in some way, set clear responsibilities. Like you're in charge of this and I'm in charge of this. Yes. Even for I mean, even on a weekly standpoint, like there's stuff that just has to get done in your house. And the more you can Say like you're responsible for this and I'm responsible for this. It makes the week go better. Yeah, less fights, less fights. Number four is to set clear expectations. So that could be meetings, agendas, time. It could look in a whole, you know, come forth in a whole lot of fashion. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. The, you're. This is a main point that you're sharing. Just because I don't always show up on time doesn't mean. <laughs> That <laughs> I don't agree that we should set some clear expectations. Oh. That was our fight. Right. Ever since that fight, I I showed up on time. 
Right. So if you didn't hear that episode, basically, you know, every Friday, Andre and I work on Lover Work together. Very simple. There's a certain time, there's a calendar that we invite each other to go to these meetings. And early on, about two months in, Andre didn't show up on time. I had an agenda, I was prepared, I came ready. Andre showed up 30, 40 minutes late and just bopping in, bopping in. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Meanwhile, I was a little frustrated. Yes, you were. Right. Because I was I was having a hard time giving my day off and losing my whole day off. So I was treating it still like it was kind of like, well, this is my day off, so I'll come in. So we had to have a sit down talk about the time and expectations, and I have never been late since. Really? Yes. You or you'd be like, I'm going to be late today. <laughs> but that's fine. That really let you know. That's better to me. And even in the even in the planning of the book, like we've had to, we have spreadsheets that says Andre's writing this chapter and Jeff's writing this, and here's what here's here's what needs to get done. Every weekend between now and October first to hit our date, you know. Yes. And so for people that are working together, mm-hmm. having those expectations about meetings or your agendas in meetings, maybe finalizing that prior to getting to a meeting, so that there's not arguments during meetings, you know, things this, like that would be great. This reminds because we did a really bad job at that. This reminds me of the Peach Pass. <laughs> I set a very clear expectation yeah. of what I needed you to do. What the the funny thing about this is it's not just about some big project. At the end of the day, we all have expectations in our heads of, of our partner of and what anything. they should do in, in the house yeah. or in this or with our kids. Yes. So Andre set this expectation and a couple of our friends were with us when she was there. It was about one month away and she said on the 4th of July, if we do not have the Peach Pass on my car. You're making me sad. Let's just say that the 4th of July is not going to be fun. No, and, and to be really frank with you, it helped me. You got that done. I got it done because snap. you were like, this is the day. And I need you to do this. Yes. Let me tell you one other one. I don't know if you want to put this on the internet or not, but I'm going to bring it up. Jeez. This is a fun one. Kind of, I don't know if we've talked about this publicly. I've shared it with a lot of friends. What are you gonna say? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if it makes it in. It was specifically related to my vasectomy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Which we should do a whole episode on vasectomies. That's a whole nother V day. V day. Andre, after Andre had Nico, our second kid. I I just, (laughs) no. Okay, so a lot of women have, you know, postpartum depression and things like that. And I probably had some of that. But my biggest thing was this intense anxiety, like this overwhelming fear that I was going to get pregnant again quickly, like within, you know, like while I'm still breastfeeding. And I was just terrified. Like I couldn't get out of my head. I'd dream about it. I'd think about it. It was overwhelming. So finally, I just confessed it to you, laid it out there and said, 
we are not going to have sex again until you get this vasectomy done because I can't take it anymore. She was very serious. Her (laughs) expectations were very, very clear. I can't believe you're telling me. And at first I was like, I think she's joking. But then it was like, she gave me, I mean, okay, anyone listening, you know your partner has that look in their eyes where they don't like close their eyes for a long time. Like they just keep staring at you. Like, oh, this is for real, for real. Not like kind of, it's like there's a little hint of truth in everything. But this one was like, no, closed door until this happens. Mm. So you got that. (laughs) Meanwhile, I got that taken care of. (laughs) All right, um, let's move on to number five. Set clear expectations. (laughs) Number five, know when to ask permission and no one to ask forgiveness. Yes, man. I think in the writing side of this, um, it, it's kind of, it became personal. I mean, there's some stories we share, like even in the story we just shared right now, the, it was more personal to me than it was you actually. So I was like, I don't know if she's going to want to do it. Worst case scenario, she cuts it. But um, in stories we tell about one another, I think what we've learned is there's some that are just funny regardless, and we're going to share that. It's not going to embarrass either one of us or anything like that. Um, but there's some stories that are personal. Mm-hmm. And we have to be careful to not tell each other's story unless each other want us to tell that story. Is that a good way to explain it? We have to ask permission. We have to ask permission, yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we've kind of felt that out a lot in the writing side of it. Yeah. There's definitely been things though that decisions that have been made in life and whatever that we've definitely had to ask for forgiveness we, after the fact. Like we I'm sure there are lots of ones for you. I just can't think of one right now. Yeah. And I'm, you I'm sure have one like just ready to I go. mean I have a few the, <laughs> the biggest one that I, I remember. Knew it. I knew the it. biggest one I remember. You're really you're adventurous. You sometimes, like, you have this mode sometimes where you're just like, I'm going to go for it, right? Yes. And it's something I really love about you. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying this in a way where I'm trying to, like, defeat you or bring you down. Okay. But right. in this moment. What story are you going to tell? I was driving home from work. Oh, I already know. And you and your mom were at home. And you, you called me and you said, Hey, and you had that fake smile like, I did something wrong. I know I did it, <laughs> but it's going to be a surprise. That's what you're like, Hey, honey, um, I have a surprise for you. A surprise. Now, when somebody says a surprise to me, I'm thinking something good, something for me. Yeah. Like, you like, got a new car. What? I don't know. Or like just cupcakes. Cupcakes would be good. <laughs> good enough. Cupcakes. This surprise, I don't know that it was so much for me. Well, I just made a little. It wasn't I, a surprise. It was surprising. I There's made a difference. A decision. <laughs> just, you have to say what happened. Okay, we have a garden. I really wanted wood chips for the garden. I was trying to figure out how to get free wood chips. I didn't want to like go to Lowe's and pay for wood chips because we have the biggest garden ever. And so I called around and found this place that basically takes recycled trees and chops them all up into wood chips. 
takes tre- cuts trees down for people. And you're using words like recycle to make it sound like you're this environmentally friendly person. Yeah, I was working on it. So we took. So I called this place, and he said, "Yeah, I'll bring a truckload over." And then I thought to myself, "Great, a like pickup truck." Well, then he showed up, and it was like. I don't even a know. Semi. It, it was like a semi. It was truck. literally the pile was in our driveway and was higher than our house. Yes. The pile was taller than our house. Yes, it was a lot. And I pulled into the driveway and I said, We couldn't even. Oh, see. surprise, surprise. <laughs> so I definitely had to ask for forgiveness because you told me specifically, you said, just don't have it be. Mm-hmm. Too many wood chips. Right. And I mistakenly had way too many wood Yeah, chips. it took us eight months to get rid of the wood chips. <laughs> and by us, I mean me to get rid of the wood chips. It was a team effort. It was one of those things like every guest that came over was like, hey, Billy, can I, can I send you home with, with some a wood chips? bag of wood chips? Like that's not oh. exaggerating. It's literally true. How about four bags of wood chips? Okay, so the moral of the story is know when to ask for permission and when to ask for forgiveness. So to review the five things, if there's five things that you should consider when you're working together, what would those five things be? Oh yeah, I'm ready for it. Number one, know each other's creative process. Yes, know if they want a perfect chapter or a work working together chapter. <laughs> Number two, uh, you will not agree on everything. I don't agree with that. <laughs> Number three, set clear responsibilities based on your gifts. Yes, you are responsible to getting this to our team after this. Number four, set clear expectations, meetings, agendas, time. Yes, I would expect you to be on time. To be on time. Yeah. Number five, know when to ask permission and when to ask forgiveness. Mm. So good. Such a such a joy working with you, Shanna Barger. Oh my goodness. Listen, um, this has been a fun process for us writing. Um, and it has been a challenge for us writing too. I mean, I think it has in some ways brought us a lot closer together. In other ways, it's been it's we've it's shine a light on like, oh, we work differently together. So we've learned new things about each other. And if you're wondering like when does this when does that book come out? It's not till like next year, late Fall next year. Fall 2020. Um so we'll keep you in the loop on all this. Um there'll be exciting things that happen along the way. We're going to need people like you to help us share it with other people. And get behind it, yeah. Um so there'll be a time when we ask you to join us in it cuz we need all of our faithful friends like you to make this a message that's shared with a lot more people. Well, we love you guys. Thank you for listening and that's another episode of Love or Work. This episode was produced by DJ Obdiggy for Soul Graffiti Productions.